Good morning and welcome back to Coffee with a Kick. It's over. International break is over for the rest of the year. Actually, pretty good results for the men's national team during the break. We moved through to the knockout stages of it's it's the CONCACAF Cup. Is that right? I don't know what they're calling it nowadays. It's something new every year. CONCACAF? CONCACAF Cup? It's not Copa America. It's CONCACAF Cup because we actually have a shot of winning it. Um, anyways, pretty big news items actually that we're going to hit at the top because they are pretty big. We'll hit the lesser one first. That the sale of Newcastle to the uh, – the it's this, this Saudi – the Saudi the public fund. investment fund of Saudi Arabia. Yes, the sovereign sovereign I think sovereign investment fund, something like that. Public sovereign investment fund of Saudi Arabia. The people who own like Live Golf and stuff, uh, and Aramco, their big oil company. Uh, they have purchased. Have been approved to purchase Newcastle. Has has the sale actually finalized yet? That's what I wasn't able to see. I they've been approved to buy it. I think is what has happened, right? Yeah, I think that was the only thing keeping them yeah. from making it official, official. They obviously had the money already invested, but I think it was just the final like stamp. Yeah. So we'll, we'll the actual sale. We'll be expecting a new sponsor for Newcastle next year, something Saudi related, I'm sure. Um Yeah. And yep. the the discrepancy is that the PIF, they only own eighty percent. Mm-hmm. of it and then they have 20 percent minority owners yeah but i mean really that's just a cover-up so they don't have to actually own the company they just have to put the money in the other 20 percent. they're the actual people doing the work right 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 give them a little little bite of the cookie so they could put in some good work there and don't just let it all go to waste um but yeah so i guess good for newcastle um because that kind of feeds into well actually I guess there are three bits that uh the Premier League failed to pass a ban on transfers. Is it just winter transfer loans? Is that what that just in the January window? Just in the January window that you could loan players in between uh, ownership affiliated. What was it? Associated clubs. Associated clubs. Ownership affiliated clubs. So you know your your players who are squandering in and say I don't know Saudi Arabia could get loaned to your EPL side and vice versa. Um, obviously the big clubs are are benefiting from this from this most. So they were able to get that shot down by one singular vote. One singular vote. Uh, but the big news, obviously, off of the international break, big news is Everton getting hit with a. 10 point the largest ever point deduction for in for in this case uh, financial malfeasance and uh you had a little bit more on the details of that yeah you know just not reporting player sales correctly the books didn't match up how much money they actually brought in versus how much money because you know some teams get money from sponsorships and there's certain mm-hmm. things you can do with that money. And so, uh, most of the rules in the Premier League is you can't directly use those funds to then buy players. But it seems like Everton kind of went around mm-hmm. those rules a little bit, especially from the I, see. I think the foreign foreign sponsorships they might have had. So a lot of different financial gotcha. malpractices going on. They're doing a little bit of a financial shell game, saying that they got more for this guy than they actually got so they could take these these ghost funds from their sponsors and use it to then fund other things. 
that they would yeah. otherwise not be allowed to use. Okay. And, and how similar is this to what City's doing? Or allegedly, you know, allegedly doing? Allegedly, you know, obviously we've beaten it before. We'll beat it again. You You've know, got the money to beat it, apparently. We we have the innocence to beat it. That's but we right. we also have the money to beat Ab- it. Absolutely, but innocence. What they slapped Everton with, yeah, it feels pretty similar to what they're alleging City did, just on a bigger fold. So, so maybe like know, a like a four point or three point deduction rather than ten ten smackeroonies. Yeah, it is a precedent, though. I mean, they really did definitely discouraging. Yeah, I mean they they decided they were going to hit him hard. Obviously, Everton didn't really matter a ton this year because I think they're up no matter what. But yeah, I mean, yeah. It's a big precedent to set. Yeah, I mean they're they're down in nineteenth right now with now four points, but they're good enough that 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 you know between Burnley, Bournemouth, Luton, and and uh, Sheffield, they'll be able to get their way out of the uh, the the relegation zone. I'm pretty confident in that. Um, yeah. But yeah, those those are the big headlines coming out of the international break. Ten points, boy, that is a lot though. Uh, We'll see how quickly they can they can recoup those losses. Uh, in the meantime, why don't we go ahead and hop into this weekend's, well, mostly weekend's action. We're getting into the busy part of the calendar, starting to get these midweeks happening all the time with some Tuesdays and Wednesdays coming up there. In, and Thursday. Wow, they are scattered all across December, aren't they? Um, but that is later in December. For this weekend, we have the majority of the action on Saturday. Uh, starting with Manchester City hosting Liverpool at the 7.30 a.m. So, great. Awesome. 6.30 a.m. for you there in Central Time. Well, yeah. So, I'm sure you'll be getting up bright and early for that on the 25th. Uh, I've I've got this. I feel like City will want to bounce back. I mean, they went into this with a bit of a sour note. That 4-4 draw to Chelsea. Really, they should have won that match. But they had some... As we talked about, some some really defensive lapses, really big defensive lapses, some inopportune play uh, by by Ederson and, and the other defenders there that allowed that to be a four four draw. I think they bounced back a little bit. It's a big match. We got one v two here, so both teams are going at it hard. But I think it's two one to City there at the Etihad. Mm. Yeah, I don't think Pep allows those sort of lapses to happen again. No. I think there's going to be some lineup changes. Well, but that's a given. It is a pep. It is a pep squad. He doesn't go back to back starting 11s. Yeah. So, I don't know. The back is probably going to look a little bit more sturdy, and I'm thinking it's going to be a good one. I think it'll start out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Both teams want to press, but I think ultimately it's going to end two to two in a draw. I think it'll okay. be a classic City Liverpool. Um. I don't see us getting the win, unfortunately. I would love it, but I, I predicted two-two draw. You know, I think I think that's an agreeable result for both of you. You don't want to for City. You don't want to drop points to, to Liverpool, obviously. It, same for Liverpool. But going into Etihad and getting a point, that's that'll be fine in their books. I feel like. Um, yeah. But I, I'm looking forward to a good match. I mean, I'll watch it on replay, so I'll try to avoid the actual result. Uh, but I will I will certainly check that out. Uh, next up, one I'm not as excited about. 
Burnley hosting West Ham at Turf Moor in Burnley. I think they get smoked. I think they get smoked. I think this is 3-0 to West Ham. I don't think Burnley's got a shot. You know, I, West Ham have not impressed me as of late. Um, they've kind of been, uh, you know, one game they beat a team 3-1 and they look like they could be a top five side. The next week they look like they could be a bottom side, bottom bottom five side. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I think it'll be a lot of, again, pointless possession from Burnley. Yeah. And West Ham kind of thrives in the I don't want the ball, but we love to counter type of play. So, mm-hmm. I think it'll be 2-0. I could see it also going 3-0, 4-0. I just don't see Burnley being able to break through West Ham's defense. Yeah, they, I mean, that's that's their big goal there for January is to just get somebody who can put the ball in the back of the net. I don't know if they'll be able to get, get that, but if you're Burnley, that's item 1A on your list is a striker or Cam or somebody who can convert on, on that. On that admittedly decent possession that you have in the attacking third just conversion rate is abysmal um to the next match also at 10 a.m uh luton town hosts crystal palace so we get another lovely low angle shot there for the luton and crystal palace match um again i think that this is another one where the home side doesn't stand a chance this one isn't as bad, I don't think. I think Crystal Palace will, will be very happy with a 2-0 win here at Kenilworth Road. Um, but Luton, they might sneak one. You know, Luton every now and then will sneak one. But I, they're not good enough to win, I don't think. Yeah, Crystal Palace is... They're a type of team that always plays to their competition, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. When they play the really good sides, they play really well. When they play the not very good sides, they don't play the best. I think coming off the international break, they're going to have had time to practice and prepare. So I think it'll be 2-0. I think they'll pull away the victory. Luton's been playing well recently, though. So like you said, I could see them kind of clawing their way back in this match if they need to. They could. I just I just don't trust them in general for good reason. I think it's deserved. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. Likely. We'll see. Uh, another 10 a.m. match. We still got two left after this, but another 10 a.m. match. This one I'm 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 more up for than the other ones. Um, Newcastle hosts Chelsea. Uh, I think Chelsea been playing better. They may have figured it out before the end of the year. Um, I mean, granted, that four-one victory looks better. If you remember, that match was insane. Uh, where Tottenham gets two red cards, one in the pretty early in the first half, and the second one pretty early yeah. in the second half, and still looked like they could have drawn or won it. Uh, mm-hmm. But the 4-4 victory against Man City, you got to give it to them. They took advantage of the missteps by City, which they have not done previously this year. So I think this one's a, a little bit closer. I think it's more boring. I think Newcastle gives up fewer opportunities than City did in that. I think this is... Back to kind of Newcastle's MO at this point. I think this is a 1-0 kind of just gut shot uh, match where mm. where they're just banging away at Newcastle and Newcastle gets one um, just with some with some quick counter there. Yeah, I think it'll end up being a one-to-one. I think yeah. you're right. There's not going to be as many chances. But Chelsea looked, despite Man City's issues, Chelsea looked a decent side. 
Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that they're they're young. So I think they're starting to get some momentum, trying to figure it out. Again, don't starting think this year they're going to randomly be a top four side, yeah. but no, I do think they'll they'll beat some top four sides eventually. So I don't know. I think mm-hmm. it'll be one one. It's at Newcastle, so that helps. I don't see them getting a win, but I do think that it'll be a draw. Yeah, I, I, you could certainly see that because Chelsea, they're starting to cohere as a unit better than they were previously in the season. Uh, <laughs> to one that you know, it could be, it could be interesting. You never know with Nottingham Forest. It's not as bad as, not as bad as uh, uh, uh oh, who's the side who I never can trust. A lot of them. Uh, but Nottingham Forest hosts Brighton. Brighton needs something here. Brighton needs something here. They've they've got one one draws in their past three matches um, against sides that uh, I, they probably should have beaten. One one versus Fulham, not a good look. One one versus Sheffield, not a good look. One one versus Everton, fine. You can let that go. You're away at Everton, but they need they need a full three here, and I think they get it. I think they get back on that early early season roll, get a nice 3-1 victory, kind of settle back into things. The classic 3-1 Brighton from this year. Uh, I think Nottingham takes a little bit of a step back because they've they've had some decent results of late, um, at least some decent looks. Uh, but but uh, I think that they take a, they, they do step back on this one and, and, and take it on the chin against Brighton. I'm going the opposite. Really? I'm going Nottingham comes out and they continue the run. And I think Brighton, they just, they've looked disoriented, mm-hmm. disarrayed even. I mean, I'm pretty sure they had 15 points, actually 12 points out of their first like five games. I think they were yeah. four and one. They look and good. Since, and they've, they're only at 19 now. So they've gotten seven out of the last seven. So. Starting the year hot, great, but I think it's really hard to get back into the swing of things mm. at this point, especially going into December. So yeah. I think Nottingham continues on and wins three to one. Wow. A true And that's mainly now flip. if this was at the Amex, I might have a different opinion. But I think being at the city ground, Nottingham's gonna ride the home crowd. Okay. I listen, Nottingham I, I, I wouldn't put it past Nottingham and I wouldn't put it past Brighton. because uh, yeah, I don't I don't know where some of those connections earlier in the season went, um, but we'll we'll see. Uh, we will see. And for the last of the ten a.m. matches, uh, boy, this one, it's Sheffield United and Bournemouth. I mean, no one's excited for this one at Bramall Lane. I think this is a real snoozy one-one. I don't have much to say about it. Neither of these sides are very good. Both of them staring relegation in the face. Both wish they would have gotten three points, but they ain't getting it. Hmm. Yeah, this this will be not the most exciting game to watch, but could be one of the most important games of the season. Certainly consequential, yeah. And I think Bournemouth comes out on top 3-0. I think Whoa. it's a methodical, you know, Whoa. 15th minute goal, 47th minute, 82nd minute. It's just going to be methodical. I think Bournemouth is the better side at attacking, and I think eventually yeah, yeah. they'll eventually they'll get there. So, I think even though it's at Sheffield, I think Bournemouth's going to pull it out. Wow. That would be a great result for Bournemouth coming out of the international break. Uh, then the 12-30 match, the late match, here at the GTEC Community Stadium in Brentford, UK. Brentford hosting Arsenal. 
I'll let you lead off on this one. What do you, what do you think we got going on here? You know, I think Arsenal is going to want to start hot. And the last time I predicted Brentford upsetting someone, it mm-hmm. did not go well. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go two to one Arsenal. Two to I one think it's Arsenal. Gonna be, I don't want to say simple. It'll be a tough match for them, but I think it'll be two one. I've got it similar, um, but I think that Arsenal kind of get, gets hit early by Brentford, um, mm. and they actually come back, ending up winning two to three over Brentford because Brentford. They, they they can score goals and they are also prone to giving up goals. Um, yeah. I mean they they've given up five goals in their last two two matches. Um, if you go back for four matches, they've given up eight goals in the last two matches. So they can they can be. I almost said something that would be a double entendre. So I will not continue with that line of thought. But uh, they end up. Giving more than they get in this one, uh, and it's it's going to be a two three for Arsenal. Two, I think that'll put them top of the table. Is that right? If 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 they go with the draw there for Manchester and Liverpool, yeah, that'll put Arsenal <laughs> top of the. It's really congested up there. I mean, we could have, yeah, yeah a lot could happen this when week. Teams pull away though, because there's a game every. I think from now till January, it's like only a five day gap is the longest gap between Premier League games. So there's going to be like 10 games in the next yeah. five weeks. A lot. So this will be when we really see some top of the table pulling away. Yeah, this is, yeah, this, this will be, this is basically the next, the next uh, month and change is very key to the rest of this season. Uh, that mm. wraps up the, uh, the, the Saturday action. We will then move to Sunday. Wraps up the episode. Doesn't wrap up the episode, though. We still got three left. Uh, some of them are actually important. Spurs host Villa, 9 a.m. Sunday morn. Uh, what you got here? This will be a good one. I think Villa's going to they're gonna get back to their offensive ways. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be 3-3 draw. Wow. I think Sunday will kick off with fireworks and... All of that Thanksgiving stuffing that the British people did not eat because they don't celebrate it. Don't it's going to be know. gone away. They don't even know. Um, but, but hey, I will say Mo Salah celebrates Christmas, and that's a whole different religion. But anyways, they might celebrate Thanksgiving. Who knows? But I think they're going to have goals aplenty. Yeah. Three to three at Tom and Lots first. I've got, I've got a bit similar. Mine's not as, not as dressed. I got two two draw. Because uh, yeah, I think that that both these teams, both these teams will be ready to kind of put their best foot forward coming out of the international break. Especially Tottenham, they've dropped their last two against sides they should have. I mean, the Tottenham Chelsea match we've talked about ad-, ad nauseum essentially, but the late giveaway to my Wolves last last match day was not a good look for Tottenham. So I think they tried to do that. I think that, and, but I think that Aston Villa matched them essentially. Um, and yeah, two two is what I've got. And then for Everton and Man U, the eleven uh, thirty match there at Goodison Park in Liverpool, uh, I think that Everton kind of rally the troops here. They just they just lost ten points, and I think they get three back here. Not a great match to watch. One nil is what I've got it against United. Um, mm-hmm. As as United seems to be doing here, only they've been winning one uh, nil recently. 
But I think that this is uh, sort of a step back in the right direction for Everton to get back out of that uh, that relegation zone where they currently reside. Yeah, I think Everton's going to respond pretty well after the news of the 10-point deduction. They're going to have to. Mm-hmm. But they've been playing well prior to that, so I think I have a 2-0 Everton victory. Because, again, I think Man U's starting to crumble. They've dropped a couple of points recently. They've been getting lucky all throughout the season. And I think they begin to crumble. And you had Klopp out. I have Ten Hag out. So I'm hoping that uh, that train starts to starts to move in the right direction. I mean, Klopp out was always aspirational as opposed to realistic. Uh, uh, Ten Hag is definitely being discussed openly. Uh, yeah, United, they've had such a cupcake schedule the past the past six weeks or so that I think they start to get caught up in some some decent sides where mm-hmm. where they actually have to play a good match. Um, yeah. And then wrapping up, well, on this one, it's Monday, so not exactly the weekend, but the match day uh, on 3 p.m., Craven Cottage, London, Fulham hosts Moles. Do do we pull another one out? What do you think? Every time I pick Wolves to lose, they win. And whenever I pick them to do well, they don't do well. So it's got me really conflicted. Because um, uh-huh. I want to see them do well. And I don't think Fulham has been the greatest side recently. No. You know, I mean, I'd say even for the Fulham season, they great. I think it'll end up being a 1-1 draw. That way, whether they win or they lose, it's not my fault. I've got this as a 1-0 Fulham uh, loss. Ha got you there. Uh, yeah, I, I just think that Fulham aren't good at scoring. Uh, that is something that we've learned. They've, they put three past Sheffield United, but that's not an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just something that you... That's, that's something almost that is a matter of course. Uh, yeah. Only having... What is it? Uh, their goals for is... They're only at 10 goals for. So they're averaging less than a goal a game so far this season. My Wolves are averaging more than a goal a game, unlike last season. So I think that we we at least meet par um, and get our goal winning 1-0 and feel good about it. I mean, listen, right now we're missing our, our who has been our best player so far this year, Neto. I'm not sure when he's due back. Hopefully soon, but probably not. I'll have to t- check in on that. Um so it's it's hopeful, it's hopeful for my wolves, but I mean yeah. their form is good. They've yeah. gotten seven points out of a possible twelve over the last four games. Fulham only one point of a possible twelve. So the form points towards wolves pulling it out. I and mean, we just beat Tottenham. Tottenham's good. So you beat City and Tottenham in a four-game span. So you'd think that you'd be able to carry that through. You, you would hope. You would hope. I don't know if they will, but we will certainly see this weekend. Uh, anyway, that's that will be the week that was match day 13. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, anything else before we get on out of here? You know, on a non-EPL note, I want everyone to know that Xander is number one in his fantasy football league that we share. He is nine and two atop of the table. 
And he's done it now. He doesn't have Joe Burrow anymore. Joe Burrow's out. Oh my goodness! But he's nine and two. So everyone, he's also a fantasy football wizard as well. Wizard is the right way to put it because my team's not very good. Do not look at my points for because I am trailing the second place guy, your brother, uh, by well, I think it's by like three hundred points cumulatively. Um, hey. Your starting QBs this week are Jake Browning and Dorian Thompson Robinson. So if you pull off the win, you might as well just take home the championship. Every win that I pull off, I do deserve it because I have currently eight QBs on my roster, and our it's because it's a it's a legacy league. So you know you keep your roster from year to year. So I can't cut Deshaun Watson. I can't cut Joe Burrow. I can't. I, I drafted, uh, and I'm I'm holding on to Jimmy G. And uh, Trey Lance, speculatively, obviously. Uh, and then I can't cut uh, 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 Hinden Hooker because I think that he'll start for somebody eventually. Um, and I think that's I, I think I have eight QBs currently. PJ Walker as well. Yes, and he is he is uh, insurance for Dorian Thompson Robinson in case they, they decide to bench him. Quarterbacks, you need to pick up Joe Flacco too. <laughs> I know somebody already picked up Joe Flacco. I don't want Joe Flacco. I want to. I, I don't want to have any other quarterbacks on my team. Uh, different type of football, obviously. Uh, hey, listen, if you're interested in that sort of thing, drop a comment in YouTube. Maybe we'll pick up f- football with a kick. <laughs> I'm sure that's the that type of material that everyone's clamoring for. But, you know, while you're thinking about dropping a comment, go ahead and like and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Um, Leave a comment. If I like it, we'll read it. If it's mean, I'm not going to read it if it's mean, okay? (laughs) I won't hide it because I'm not a coward, but I don't have to read it either. Uh, It's the the X policy, right? It's speech, not reach. So, like, you can say it, but I'm not going to give you a platform for it. Is that my preferred method? Listen, I'm going to leave politics out of this. Um, anyways, that's all that I've got. That's all that I've got. We've talked about fantasy football. Uh, so until next time, which will be Monday, uh, well, Tuesday episode, there's no, there's no, uh, Champions League going on that week, right? I don't think so. Uh, I think it's the, the next. I think it's the next as well. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Whoa. Whoa. Where'd I go? Oh, my oh no, it will be – yeah, it'll be next week, actually. So there will be a Champions League. Okay, so we will actually have an episode on Monday evening then. Um, and then We know when the schedule is. We just like to – Listen, we're, we're coming back from the international break too, you know? <laughs> so, so we will be back Monday evening. Until then, why don't you go ahead and grab your coffee, watch some soccer, and we'll see you.